Warning, the guest episodes on License for Love are experiences, expertise, and views of their own. The diversity duo is in no way liable for actions or advice one takes in their daily life from our guests. Our purpose is to give everyone a voice to be understood, not necessarily agreed with. You're listening to License for Love with Cowboy Jax and Lauren Michaels Harris. The heartbeat in relationship conversation. Hey y'all, this is Cowboy Jax and I'm with my good friend, Dr. Lauren Michaels Harris. And today's episode is called We Are Family. Uh, Very excited to have the guest on that we're going to have on today. And we'll get into that a little bit later. But um, hashtag the other half of the diversity duo. Apparently he says the better half of the diversity duo. How the hell are you, Lauren? Oh, we're speaking again? No, yeah, we're speaking. Well, I didn't know because you got choked up. You got choked up when you got ready to say my name. You got choked up. We all heard it. I'm no, How are no. you, Jaxie? No, I'm I'm good. I'm it's you know, it's uh, been raining like crazy here in Tennessee today and uh, the dog was absolutely terrified this morning. He kept scratching at the door over and over again, so that was a lot of fun. Um, he's a little Boston Terrier named Sully Sullivan. And, uh, so it's been an interesting morning. How about yourself? I'm great. I heard about no flooding there, right? Uh, I don't know. I, it was coming down pretty hard earlier. I haven't really checked the news to see if there's been any, you know, kind of flooding, you know, we had a really bad flooding here, um, several years ago. Isn't that crazy? I'm just shaking my head for those who cannot see me. Um, yeah, I no, I didn't remember that from several years ago. I'm 60. I can barely remember what happened two days ago. So, <laughs> but then that's not on you. But I hope you guys are safe down there. Stay dry. Um, I'm great tomorrow. I'm so excited. My husband, Brian, and I, we have our garage sale 5.0. We have been putting this together. We put more into this than we did our wedding. I'm like... <laughs> It's been like five years in the making. And um, that was my alter ego, Lorena. Uh, I was channeling and laughed out loud. Excuse me. She shows up when she wants to. I'm kidding. Wow. I, I never knew the level of uh, ventriloquism that you that you had. That was probably some of the most impressive ventriloquism I've ever seen. Thank you. Now that I'm in television, you know, I got to get it all. Um, but oh you're excited. Now I'm in television. I love it. I love it. I know. We are. So are you. I'm excited. Um, for the weekend, you got big plans, Jax? Mm, uh, yeah, I get Dylan back today. So I'll be uh, doing the dad thing uh, for the next week or so before school starts. So we'll be getting all that geared up. Um, Linda, God bless her. She's the one that keeps the schedule way better than I do because you know how good I am with numbers. Um, Almost as good as I am with hearing, apparently. I'm not saying anything. I'm just remembering how much I actually love Jesus. Oh, well, I'm glad you love Jesus because I'm pretty sure Jesus loves you too. Thank speaking you. of speaking of Jesus, um, so one of the exciting things about today's episode um, is I feel like that in the entertainment industry recently, <laughs> things have become very 
polarized with some folks. And just for our listeners out there, the definition of polarization is the division into two sharply contrasting groups or sets of opinions or beliefs. What are your thoughts on polarization in the entertainment industry in the last couple of years, Lauren? Well, okay, I'm just put it out there. The last couple of years, I was all inside the COVID bubble, so no comment. I didn't get out much. What can I say? Yeah, but I mean, you've seen everything going. I mean, okay, so Carson said something, Johnny Carson said something similar to the effect of once politics enters into comedy or entertainment, and I'm paraphrasing here, it, it all kind of goes down the toilet. Uh, I don't agree with that. Okay, you know well, let's get into it then. Well, okay, because the moment you said it, now I know, because... I should run and get the book, but nobody could see it anyway. Barbara Streisand. I went straight to her. I went straight to um, the boss. Um, people who the, who lend their their talents and their notoriety to conversation. I didn't say one topic or one viewpoint, but they opened the conversation about things that people either are afraid to talk about or they talk about in the privacy of their own homes because they don't want to get in a big political battle, just like why we don't bring up religion around our uh, family gathering tables. So, But there are um, stars, famous people, influencers um, who I believe do a great job at speaking towards things that deserve, you know, speaking to. I, I have to, Excuse I have to disagree that. with you in that regard. I, I think there's, that's I think first. there's two parts of this, right? One part of this for me that's important is the fact that if I'm paying a ticket to go to your show or I'm paying a ticket to go to the NFL or I'm paying a ticket to go wherever, I'm going there to decompress from my daily life. So I'm there to listen to your talents. I'm there to listen to your music. I'm there to watch the game, all those different kinds of things. I feel like that if you want to have an opinion on something, especially if it's a polarized opinion, you know, if you have a neutral ground, like what we do here on the show to be understood, but not necessarily agreed with, excuse me, agreed with, I think that's fantastic. However, on the other side of that, my bigger my bigger issue is the fact that these fans, so to speak, are looking to these individuals as people that would be um, experts on the matter, right? And sometimes they're not. Sometimes it's just clearly their opinion, but it's coming from a place of like, you need to listen to me, or if you don't want to get the vaccine, then don't come to my show. If you don't believe in this political way, like F you, like all these different kind of things. And I, I just, I really feel like that at the core of that, that's what judging a book by its cover is all about. When did entertainment become so polarized? I can right? tell you, I can tell you, it's not just happened. There of all, oh, see, that's, that's, this, here's the thing. See, you're a, you're a Caucasian entertainer. I, because some people out there don't know, also. I'm Caucasian, I'm just light skinned. Okay, light skinned. But I'm saying, you know, I'm a musician. I have an album. I had a deal. I sang in, 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 you know, 
tons of shows behind tons of people that you could rec recognize back in the 80s. But I'll say this, it didn't just start. What about Josephine Baker? who went to France because she was being, look at Billie Holiday. There's always been something that people get to speak to uh, that is about all kinds of things, justice, fairness, um, things that they have a voice that is louder. Now I get it. I'm not saying use your, your status to point people in one direction, but the people that I go that I follow, that I enjoy, especially musicians, singers and bands. When I go to their shows and they stop and they come and they sit down and say, hey, can we talk for just a second? You know, how y'all doing out there tonight? That intimate space, that's like them inviting me into their living room. And here's the deal. I feel like as people, we cannot turn on and off what we believe to be true nor should we for a dollar or a ticket sales. However, we do have the responsibility slash obligation to present some form of both sides of the equation so that it is not my way or the highway. How do you guys feel about blah, blah, blah? Um, or, you know, it's been some real tough exactly. times. That's the opposite of polarization, right? Where it's not, where you're making an effort to actually view a certain group of people in a bad way, a very bad way, if they don't agree with you, right? Now check well, this out, okay? Hold on, it's edutainment. And nowadays, I believe more and more of our celebrity uh, people are, there are those who are, they're really steeped in edutainment. They do PSAs, remember back, you know, uh, the but more you know. There's a time and a place for that stuff. I, I don't wanna go to your concert, or I don't wanna go see your movie Right. And in the middle of that, feel like that what I paid to be there for becomes about your agenda versus serving the purpose of entertaining people. Now, when you say it like that, only one person pops into my mind, just me. And it's a very small mind. So, I mean, take it for what it is. But I'll say this. Uh, you're a doctor. I, mean, I, I no, doubt I, it's a very small mind. Well, I mean, like Kanye West, you know, when you get out there and you start a bunch of shit. You're just a shit starter. That's different. But when somebody's saying something that is affecting, they know their tribes. Lady Gaga names her people. Mariah Carey names her people. I name my followers. They have a place because everybody has an innate desire to be a part of something greater than themselves. And when you attach yourself to a celebrity, that's what you're looking for. And it doesn't have to be about stargazing. With that voice they carry, they can help people become trailblazers. It depends on how they bring it. So, but yeah, when you again, say, going you back to polarization, I know, but you could say this. I always say this to people. I had this conversation with my friend Jason Cisneros this morning because of some stuff he put out yesterday and he has millions of followers. It was like this. If you're going to do that, bring it to a place that is a place of love from a place of love. We want, if you are serious about things that matter, it should be able to disarm people so that they feel comfortable and safe to speak and to listen. They can be the teacher as well as the student. Um, so that's why I say when you say it is polarizing, not all of it, some. Because not everybody does it the same way. Is all. No, no, no. no. I, I didn't say everybody. I was talking specifically well, about it. the topic of artists 
polarizing artist is my point. So on on linkspringer.com, right? It says when freely chosen, entertainment can produce desired states such as relaxation, arousal, and can induce the range of human emotions that enrich daily life. The emotional and social satisfactions provided by entertainment are supplemented by their impact on executive functioning and health. So here's another interesting point. If, If that data is factual from an emotional standpoint, then these artists that are taking these liberties for these specific platforms to create division, right, or entertainment in general poised to create division, then they're adversely affecting their fan base. What do you think about that? Um, I don't know what I think about it because I got stuck as soon as you said arousal. (laughs) I am still back there on that word. I promise. (laughs) Serious M60, I take it where I find it. So there it is. No, okay, okay, for real. Well, you know what? I'm going to say this. When you said Springer, what popped in my head? Jerry? Uh, Chicago, but no, this is uh, uh, Springer.com. It's not, it doesn't have anything to do with Jerry. Oh, where are they? Where, I don't know. I have no idea where they're at. You're yeah, asking the cowboy it's to like, do more internet like we, research? Like that's said. what the audience can do. No, wait a minute. Research it. No, but we have an, we, you and me, us, right yeah. here. Cowboy Jackson, Laura yeah. Michael yeah. We yeah, have an right here. You can't see it. but I know, but that's like when you get stuff from Wikipedia. How do it's you know? not from Wikipedia. No, it's not from anything it's an like example. that. Breathe. Oh, I'm breathing. I'm okay, perfectly breathe. fine. It's okay. I just love it that we're finally on a show where we're we're bantering back and forth. Because you I seem don't. to have a different thought process than me on this. I just don't like anything that clumps everybody together. As if, you know. And I believe I, I want to be I want to be clear. I'm not clumping everyone together. The point of me talking about this is that there are amazing artists that are on our episode today of We Are Family, right? That don't have to be polarized to is be popular. What's that? Is our guest are you surprising me with the girl group from Days Gone By, Sister Sledge, We Are Family? Okay. Now now who has the brain damage? Right, because you you know who our guest is. Like I she's know. clearly not from. I know the thing out there. They might get excited out there. They don't know. No, what <laughs> I'm saying is this. What I'm saying is this, and then we can because I can't wait till she gets in here. So it'll be two against one. I'm just kidding. But what I'm saying is, oh, you yeah. always think it's going to be two against one. I don't think I'm saying anything that's out of line. You go on, please continue. Well, no, but here's what I'm saying. In all fairness, just like you reached for your data, you know, if you'd have told me, well, I'm presenting this data, then I would have looked for something from my side of the viewpoint and said, Mm -hmm. however, because now we're fulfilling the obligation of presenting both sides. You just kind of sound like the same thing you were accusing some of these artists of doing. No, I'm not. And, And that's absolutely incorrect. Uh, what I'm saying is, and why is do you that, get so defensive? Well, I'm not getting defensive. Um, see, they can't see you. I'm, I'm getting I, defensive I, because I, now I, we have to go to commercial break. We took all this time going back and forth, and now we got to go commercial break. So we'll be back in five with our guest. Thank the Lord. Hey, y'all, this is Cowboy Jax. 
I just wanted to invite you to join the heartbeat and relationship conversation in this space right here. Your product, your service, your message. Let's ride. Hey, y'all, this is Cowboy Jax, and I'm with my good friend, Dr. Lauren Michaels-Harris, and today's episode is called We Are Family. Uh, you got a little ditty about who our fabulous guest that's coming in today, Dr. Lauren Michaels-Harris? I sure do. I do. I do. I do. Uh, well, her name is Laura Bryna. And she is a multi-talented crossover artist who caters to contemporary country and pop audiences. Now, isn't that an interesting mix? Love it. All across the oh, world. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. I know it. I can't wait. I love it. Her most recent successes include the release of mm, Sweet Revenge, which scored... I wonder if she busted some windows out in her day. We'll find that out too. Which scored a top 10 seat on the Billboard dance chart. In a mood today. In a mood. Well, you know what? Yeah. Okay, I'll wait. Breathe. While her 2020 release, Stars Are Falling, I hope that's a ballad. It sounds awesome. Landed at number two, Jax, on the dance music chart in England. First of all, she has a lot of... I can't wait. Uh, I'm going oh, she to bad. She bad. She bad. Trust me. She bad. Now, Here's a great part about her, which just makes me love her even more. She is a heartfelt supporter, not just a supporter, but a heartfelt supporter of our military. And Laura was a celebrity spokesperson, actually, for the United States Air Guard's national media campaign. Now, she was also the celebrity spokesperson for the National Guard's Youth Foundation. Love that. And served as a board member on the Make-A-Wish. Oh, Frank! That was a friend of mine, Frank. Oh, uh, Make-A-Wish Foundation, Mid-Atlantic Chapter. Sorry, I got emotional there. She's awesome. She does a lot of things you wouldn't expect. That's what I love about our show. We get to, like, pull the, the you know, open the veil and let people see some of the inside of yes, the Cultural people. diversity. Absolutely. It's actually even in the title of the show. Laura, Laura, Laura. Hurry up and get in here, Laura. Okay, come on in, Laura. Are you here? Oh, hi, I'm here. Oh, what's going on, girl? How you doing? I am doing fantastic. I'm awesome. loving the show, you guys, by the way. Thank you. Wait, Thank I have to you. tell you about Jerry Springer, okay? So I met him. You didn't. I, I did. And so, okay, so this might be a different show, but whatever. So Go. my brother actually went on his show, and this is going to say a lot about me or probably about my family, but my brother happened to get nude on his show. Oh. And, um, and so when I met him, I Calm said, down, oh. Doc. You but, said, ooh, too. <laughs> so I, said, um, I don't know. My brother is one of the, is a wild one, too. And, and I, so I said, when I met uh, Jerry Springer, I said, oh, hi. I said, we met at a military event. And I said, oh, you know, thank you so much for being here. And, you know, it's such a wonderful cause and, and uh, always love supporting our men and women in uniform and, and their families because it's everybody that gives. And I said to him, you know, I, it's actually interesting. My brother was on your show and he said, really? And I said, yeah, he was in the audience and he happened to get nude. Um, I don't really know, but it was something. Can you just happen to get nude? Like, is it just like the clothes nude. just randomly I mean, fall like, off? Well, I wish it was you. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> Interesting character. Sorry, we have the birds in the background. Too. It's a parrot, you guys. Yeah, we have. The I birds. don't think. I don't think. Is it a parrot? 
Yes, this is um, this is little one. She's a a kayak, a white-bellied kayak, or an apricot-headed kayak. And then in the back there is Snuggles. Uh, she's a lesser sulfur-crested cockatoo. Aww. So cockatoo. Yeah, um, well, you've been backstage this whole entire time, and yeah. I, I know one of the things that, it, and we're going to talk about everything, Laura, in the next segment, um, but if you're comfortable, I would like for you to weigh in on this whole polarization thing and, and how you feel as an artist, because from what I understand, you as an artist are about keeping every single one of your fans. And I'm, and I'm curious of why that is your philosophy and how you do that when there's such a diversity of things going on and people wanting to lean towards these polarizations. Sure, you know, it, is, it is really hard as an artist too. And I, I try to stay in the middle of the road um, because I do feel that people didn't necessarily pay to come here my point of view uh, politically or whatnot first of all i don't really know i've been on political shows and they always try to get you to say something and i'm like they're like oh well how do you feel about david axelrod and i'm like axel rose right <laughs> I, don't know. I just kind of you know because you got everybody's got an opinion it's they're like tushes everybody's got a tush you know so you just never know where they're going to be and to me, we call ourselves the Briniacs is our big family. And we like to include everyone, no matter what you feel, what, you know, all races, religions, sexual preferences. Right. We, we've had people come out, you know, on our lives. And, you know, to me, who am I to judge how somebody lives their life? I mm. want to create a safe space, a positive space where everybody can come and, and not feel judged. I'm somebody that is so kind of superficial but i like i'm very weird about my arms whatever that means i just am i feel like they look like olive oil they're really thin whatever whatever and i have to say that my brineacs have given me that confidence to be like you know what laura you're beautiful just the way you are or you're great we love the laura that we see and you know my my father passed away a year ago still I don't know if I, I don't think you ever get over that, but you know what? It's those people that surround you and help you get through those difficult times. And no matter what your belief is or how you get through it, it's, it's, it's being together. It's being a family. Like you're saying, we are Maybe. family. Yeah. And that, it that takes is, and Willie Nelson and, and Willie Nelson and Waylon Jennings did the same thing in the 1960s. I've literally been told that that was another polarizing, I'm sorry, in the 70s. That was another polarizing time for our country right after civil rights and stuff like that. And I've heard that they had everything from hippies to cowboys to all races. Like everybody was in the same room and what brought them together was the music. So I'm not saying that these artists' hearts aren't in the right place of where they feel like that they're coming from, but I think that it's artists like you that provide that opportunity to say, I don't need to say shit because just come to my show and you see everybody enjoying my talent and my music and my message of unity, which isn't polarization at all in my opinion. Well, I think that, you know, there's a lot of crap out there today. And there's a lot of pain and suffering as we've seen through this pandemic. And, you know, people are looking for an escape, a place to be like, ah. 
I just want to relax and enjoy a moment and forget about the bills that I owe or I've got to pay rent or I've got to make sure my mom gets chemo or whatever these different things. You need an escape just to have a moment and just let loose and have a good time. So for me, I kind of go with that whole philosophy of like Dolly Parton. She's like, you know what? I have fans on all all different sides. Um, again, I don't like to call anybody fan, fans. I like we're a big Brainiac family, okay. and so I like to include everybody. Um, I don't like to leave anyone out. Especially, I don't like to be left out of anything either. Like I, I was sitting backstage, I was the one that cackled backstage. But oh. you know, I wanted to be a part of that. I love being a part of something. So, and especially something that's great. And I love what you guys are doing. You all are including people and making people aware of what's going on in the world and talking about things that not everybody wants to talk about. Oh See, yeah, and and I jump in. Absolutely, Doc. <laughs> Okay, so even before Laura got here, I gave the examples of artists who name their fan base for that same reason. And that is why she speaks the way she does about what's passionate for her. Um, They're not just fans. It is not just a concert. When you said, I buy my ticket to come and hear you. No, I don't just buy my ticket when I go to a certain person that I follow and I love. Barbara Streisand, for me, is a culture. It is. Why? Because it's not just because of who she is today. It's about who she's always been and continues to fight to be. And Every time she comes back to my world, she comes with a new E and a new R, which means she was already great, but suddenly she's greater. She was already, you know, strong, but now she's stronger. And that gives me hope. So when I say there are people who, it's because they have a culture, you know, and that's usually, if you look at history, those are the artists that are not one hit wonders. They're not here today, gone tomorrow. I mean, but society, right? You know, let's not pussyfoot around it. Society right now is very polarized. Like, I'm not going to name any artist in particular because, again, I feel like I'd be participating in the polarization. But we've even seen it in country music, right? There's certain people that are, like, raising their middle finger and saying, F you if you believe this way politically and all of that other kind of stuff. We've seen it in movies. Disney Plus has been attacked multiple times from a polarization standpoint of saying because we want all of diversity to be uh, represented. Now there's a polarization for Disney. And it's like, it's at some point, we have to have the conversation to say, is it about purpose or is it about agenda? Because entertainment is supposed to be a place of purpose. Right. And when you take that relaxation and like Laura said, that moment of, of taking that breath to just like, oh, fuck, it's so cool to be here and have a drink and chill. And then they get you all riled up again. I don't think that's very fair to the person that supports you. But here's the thing. You know that going into it. When you speak an opinion or you get, you know, when you feel strongly about something, you have to know that there can be repercussions on the other side as an artist. And right. if you're willing to take that, great. Mm. It's not you just, know, and you don't want those people following you or being a part of your Brainiac family or whatever it may be. Exactly. And you, and you know that going into it. So it's, it's anybody. when you make a stand, 
you know, I, like, look, if you're going to ask me about hair dryers, I definitely have an opinion about a hair dryer, about a makeup, skincare. But honey, if you're going to ask me about, well, what kind of skillet should I use to cook my eggs? Well, let me tell you, I've almost burned my house down twice. The fire department has come all, you know, and hair up in a thing, zit cream on, birds, holy pajamas. Hi, do you want a turkey burger? No, not if it's burnt. <laughs> like, we don't. So, I mean... <laughs> You have to know if you're going to take a stand on something that there are repercussions. And you know, you may not want those people a part of your Brineyak family, and that's okay. But you have to know you're going to alienate a whole bunch of people if you do that. And if that well, and if that's okay with you, I correct. think it's a great point to be made. Well, and here's another one. Here's another one because it's not just when you're speaking what you think you know about. You know, it's not just from one direction. I can give you an example. You didn't intend it, I'm sure. But it could be if you were in front of 50,000 people and you had said, even if there were only two African-Americans out there now with country music, it's not the case. I have lots of friends that, I mean, in my family, boot wearing, hat toting, belt bill, turquoise buckles, all that. And they mean it. They're not just pretending. They mean it. But if they were in your show, at your show, Jackson, you said, well, you guys remember right after civil rights, I'm quoting you from not 10 minutes ago. Mm -hmm. What do you mean? As soon as you said that, I, as an African-American man, when you said right after civil rights, I'm like, when did it end? I, I don't I, understand your question. I mean, civil rights is still an issue. You said, yeah, back in with, da, 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 it was right after. No, 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 no. I'm talking about when it actually became official that the Civil Rights Act passed. I'm not talking okay. about individuals. I'm talking about on a national level, it became illegal for you point. to say that certain people Stop can't go right. certain places. Okay. But what I'm saying is, if you had said that on stage and I'm riding home with my African-American friends, you're not going to magically appear in the car with us and explain what you just oh, did. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say I that would, on stage. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. You just said it on this show. Yeah, because that's the, the platform of this show is no, diversity no. culture. But I'm saying you didn't explain what you just went back and explained. You swept out the corners. You cleaned it up. So what I'm, my point is this, it was so easy for it to come out of your mouth, meaning it one way. But when I take it home with me, which is about what you're talking about, polarization, that's the problem. Because we don't get to sit down with the artist and hear all of the story. That's why I think it's a very dicey road for people in a public position to just throw something out. Like you, like you said, Laura, you can tell when you're being baited. Now, I didn't bait you, and you didn't intend anything untowards with it, Jax, but you didn't have the opportunity or the time frame to cover it from, from the Ruta to the Tuta. I, I think that we're saying the same thing. We're just saying it in different ways. No, we're not. Because I, I absolutely believe 150% that the whole point of the Brainiacs and different fan followings and all that other kind of thing. There, there was a time, in my opinion, and it, and it may have been 10 years ago, it may have been 20 years ago, I got brain damage, so I'm not really good on time frame, but I cannot remember a time in the past where you fast forward till now of how purposely people in entertainment, certain people in entertainment, 
are making an effort to be very divisive, right? I mean, and it's attacking on all fronts. It's it's not just in music. It's in movies. It's in uh, streaming services. It's entertainment across the board. And so one of the reasons that I wanted to have Laura on today is I wanted to show all the listeners out there that you don't have to necessarily subscribe to how someone believes politically or what their point is on whatever their polarizing point is in order to be able to have artists to where you can just enjoy their entertainment. You can just enjoy their movie. You can oh, just minute. enjoy wait, their music. Wait, wait, Laura, can you, I'm addressing Laura on this one. Okay. But you know, just like it can go that direction, it can go the opposite. We are the world. Right. Well, that wasn't, I don't think that was polarizing at all. No, I think it was I, unity. I, I just said the other direction, Jack. That's, that's what he, yeah. That's what I yeah. said. Everybody, yeah. yeah. Right. It included everybody, but it had to start with somebody. Right. So I'm saying, so it's not just that people, um, the polarization, because they say what they're doing. Maybe they can't find enough people or they haven't taken the time to try to bring more people together because we're always stronger together than we are divided. And that's the thing that I always go for. Anything that's trying to keep us apart, mm -mm, there's a trick to it. Anything well, I, that brings us together, I love. Go ahead. No, I agree. I mean, I think too, I mean, especially during the pandemic, I think we've seen a lot of everybody, a lot of people and everybody coming together, whether it's being at the grocery store and not having enough toilet paper or, you mm. know, I mean, I know for myself, I, witnessed seeing um, uh, an elderly woman looking for toilet paper. And, you know, at the time, you know, everybody's hoarding and holding on. I have it for my family. And you know what? All of a sudden you see everybody come around and I have some here, you take this, you know, and, and people do want to come together as human beings. We do want to help one another. Um, you know, I think that that's something that I learned through the pandemic and also with, um, the death of my dad is that, you know, we have to help people. We have to give back. And in whatever way that is, whether it's music or whether, whether it is financially or just giving a smile or a helping hand, whatever it may be, we are human beings. We want to help one another through the bad times. Right. right. I love that. I love that philosophy. On that note, we'll be back in five to discuss how Laura is giving back to all of her fans, and the world at large. Back in five. Hey, y'all, this is Cowboy Jax. I just wanted to invite you to join the heartbeat and relationship conversation in this space right here. Your product, your service, your message. Let's ride. Hey, y'all, this is Cowboy Jax. Woo, has it been a little bit of a, a, a heated show today, but I love it. Um, I'm with Do Dr. Lauren Michaels-Harris, the other half of the hashtag mm -hmm. diversity duo, and Laura Bryna. We talked about polarization in the entertainment industry in the last um, section, and I don't know if we necessarily got anywhere, but we got to say a lot. And I love the fact that we're, we're doing a great job of at least chiseling away because iron sharpens iron. Now, that being said... Hold it. Yeah. <laughs> Hold it. Right. Yeah. Because once in a while, you got to ask me, Lauren, you got a question for her? I do. So I'm going to just say this. Laura, I want to know before we go to this other part, you write music, right? You write songs and lyrics, right? 
I do. Now, do you put things that matter to you in those songs or are they just la, 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 la? I know, because a lot of people think dance music has no substance, but it does when you really listen. So I'm it just does. saying, right. So how do you speak to things that matter to you through your music? Well, it's interesting you say that. You know, when I look at a song or when I'm looking at writing a song, I, I love to collaborate with people because I feel like, you know, you're stronger together than mm. as one. And like you were saying earlier, and I, I love to bounce ideas off of, of different people. And um, to me, my dad would always tell me, he's like, Laura, you know, I never want you to feel pain or hurt or suffering or anything like that. But you really can't sing a song or as I like to call myself, an interpreter of song. Ooh. Mm. I like you know, that. Well, too. you know, because you, you sit there today, everything's like, oh, it's mm, uh, mm, mm. you're this. I don't like that. I don't like boundaries. I like to take risks. I like to op I like to open the waters and go through. I'm not somebody that likes to pigeonhole myself. I'm a risk taker. I love taking chances. And so, I mean, I'm influenced by so many styles of music. So for me, I, uh, I always want to, you know, I, I didn't want to feel, you know, my dad was like, I don't want you to feel pain or I don't want you to feel any of those things, but you can't really sing or write a song if you haven't felt it, mm. you know? And well to me, I know country music is all about great lyrics, a great melody. Great and uh, I mean, some of the best songs are pour your heart out and you just want to be like, oh. Amen. Chris Stapleman is one of those that's just will totally rip your heart out. Um, you know, I, I, he just, you feel every word he's singing um, or playing. Uh, but I mean, in dance music, you know, there's there's a lot to those lyrics too. Yes, they have a great beat. Yes, you want to feel and have fun and dance and whatnot. But you know what? There's some of these. I'm loving that these DJs. You know, people don't realize these DJs that remix songs. Mm. They're artists in their own way. I mean, they take the song to a whole nother level. It's like Sweet Revenge. There's another Sweet Revenge. It's not just one song with a little branch. It's like a whole nother song. These DJs recreate a whole different song. Like a paint Elvis strip. was good at that. He never wrote anything, but the arrangements that he had for his oh. songs were were so unique. Um, so unique. So that's right. a great point. Yeah. Yeah, and I I've been really I, I you know for me, I always like to challenge myself and learn different things. I love music, all different styles of music, and it's like, what does Laura Bryan want to say next? What what am I doing? And so I and I'm always trying to figure out ways to to push the edge and, and, but also, okay. So now the country will always, country will, country music will always be in me, but yet, okay, I'm going to bring a little bit of my dance flavor to it. And, and go. I think with where music's at today, everybody is really welcoming to all different styles of music and making it your own and bringing, like I've got, I, I love the, I love the blues. So I'm bringing my country, I'm bringing my blues, I'm bringing my dance and I'm kind of swirling it up. And I'm making, you know, this country politan Laura Bryna kind of thing. You know, I'm making my own thing. And you need and, to trademark that country politan. I love that. That's <laughs> that's hilarious. It's kind of it's funny, really good. You know? I say some ridiculous things. You never know. Yeah, you, you never know. But I don't know. I just feel that in today's world, where you have to 
you have to push yourself to, for me, I am just always challenging myself and wanting to see what, what I want, what I want to say or what I want to do next. And my producer, Damon Sharp has been so great with that. Uh, he's like, look, I don't want to take Laura out of you. I just want to challenge you. I want to push you and see what that is. And so now here I am, we're, we're including the ASL community, you know, as Brianiacs, we're always people that we want to include everyone in our big family. It's a safe, it's a safe place. It's a positive space. Um, like I said earlier, you and know, for but, our listener and for our listeners, uh, unpack just a little bit more what ASL is and how amazing this is that you're doing this in your music videos, because I thought this was so cool. Yeah, you know, it's sign, it's sign language. And it really how it happened was one of our Brainiacs came on a live. Alex, she's so great, so fantastic. And she was like, I'm going to sing a song, but I also want to do sign language to it. And I'm like, oh, my God, like, this is amazing. And it honestly was so moving. I, I was I was crying by the end. And and I said, you know what? We As Brainiacs, we can't say that we include everybody. We have to include everyone. And we have to make sure that we include everybody. And so we've now, we we now make videos so that everyone can be a part of that. And Raquel McPeak is in the body first uh, ASL video. And she, her interpretation, like these DJs, like we were talking about, she created a whole new song for body first. Her interpretation of body first is absolutely incredible. The song, just her emotions and and where she goes with it and she's just so darn cute and you can't help but love her she and i have become dear friends and you know so now going forward i want to make sure that we're always including people and and i'm learning i have a lot more to learn um i i i want to learn about different cultures my parents always took us on different family trips and things so that we could be able to relate to one uh, to one another in different cultures so I want to be able to include everyone in our Brainiac family. So with the sign language piece, which I just think is absolutely brilliant. So I, I understand that interpretation in sign language, like there's certain mannerisms and things, but when they do a, a music video, and it, it, if you don't know this, this is fine, but when they do a music video, is the emotional way that they do those hand movements and the gestures and all that, like, is that an artistic? artistic expression of itself to emphasize more through that? It's, it's interesting you say that. And actually what I learned too, is that those movements can be copywritten too. Oh, cool. So that, yeah. So it's a whole nother thing. I'm learning so much. I'm so excited about this because I'm just blown away. Um, and so, uh, what Raquel did, it wasn't like, I know the alphabet and things like that, but it's, paraphrasing or it's creating the your own sense like you're not going to go tell me with your body for like you're not going to sign every single word do you know what i'm yeah. saying yeah. It mm -hmm. it's just like in singing or playing you create a phrase you you create a movement and it represents that line so and what was really neat what raquel did is she also wanted to include everyone as well, which I love, which makes her such a huge part of our Brainiac family, is she wanted to include everyone. Um, so it's the hearing, the non-hearing, and uh, the deaf community. So it's 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 just, and, and what she did is she took uh, uh, 
don't say another word. She took don't say another word and she signed it several different ways because she wanted to include all the hearing, the non-hearing. And, and so it just was including everybody in it. So, and then the he- people who are hard of hearing. And there's certain ways that, and I'm learning too, that you have to say things as well. So, you know, the hearing, non-hearing, and part of hearing. The beautiful part of it is, and I love this, is you're like, you, you even call yourself out. You're like, no, we want to include everybody. So if we're going to include everybody, because I, you know, I got to be quite honest. I, I don't live in that world and I don't know if doc does or not, but I don't live in that world where I know a lot of people that have any kind of um, disability like that. Um, right. I got to work with Johnny Neal from the Almond brothers ah. who's blind. Right. Um, and you know, that, that's another show, but, but Doc, what, what are your thoughts on this? Because I just think it's so cool and, and something I never even would have thought about. Oh, I do. I, I mean, because in my family, we have um, um, a family member who is deaf and has been since birth. And her children are actually um, sign language interpreters. Oh, wow. That's, that's what two of her kids for a living. And so um, I think it's great because, it, you know, a lot of that stuff just gets buried or overlooked and uh, it stands still. You, do, you know, everybody, every, nobody even pays attention. Like when you're at a, 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 you know, it's like this. It's like, why isn't it as important like what Laura's doing as when th- it's a presidential debate? They sure have somebody there doing it there, you know, because it's important to them that every potential voter hears everything that is being said. So what about all the other messages that are circling the globe for people? Right. Right. So I get it. And I love it because that's a big piece you've bitten off, but Hey, chew slowly and you'll get it all. So, you know, and it's like, you know, and, and we've gotten so, little flack here and there because people are like, well, Raquel is mouthing the words. Well, Raquel can hear partially. She wears an implant. She can hear 20%. Mm. So we, you know, we had the music right up next to her ear so she could interpret. But she, it's one of those things where I'm like, no, no, no. She's not claiming that she doesn't hear or she can hear or anything like that. This is the situation. And she's very upfront about it. And, you know, this whole thing with even with CODA winning so many awards, that there's been so much awareness brought to the ASL community. And, you know, I, I have, like you're saying, we just, we're just uh, chomping at the, the iceberg and I can't yeah. wait for the next, I mean, the next thing we, we just, I, I have so much to learn and, and to conquer. And I, you know, I just, my mom's like, Lori, you know, I, you can't change the world. I said, well, I'm going to damn well effing try. I, you know, <laughs> I want to, I want to include. And I, you know, I think that's what as human beings. And that's what my, my dad would have wanted me to do is to include everybody and make them feel a part of a big family. Cause that's what, in my family, we're a bunch of mixed marriages, deaths, divorces. We're all like, you know, you need like a salt and pepper shaker to say, oh, this person got together with this person, but then this person had a shindig with this person, and on, you know. So we're all different kids from all different things. And my parents always made that important for us all to come together. We sit down at dinner at six o'clock and we all eat dinner together and we talk about our days, whether we have a different mom, a different dad, and then and that or whatever it was important for us all to be together. And that's really what your show is all about is 
is bringing everyone together to be we are a family. I think it's all about Dr. Lauren Michaels Harris having an opportunity to to give someone with with brain damage a hard time. But yeah, there's other aspects of the uh, of the show as well. Now we're we're running behind on time here, but there's something amazing that you do that I want the doc to hear about that I accidentally bumped into the other day, and it is your Instagram live karaoke ah. that you do with your fans. That was one of the most sweetest things I think I've ever seen in my life. And I, I really would like for you to, to talk about that briefly. Oh, yeah. We, um, you know, it's really, when I talk about our Briny Eye family, it's, we're all inclusive and it's not like, you know, I just have a different job from, from everybody else. Or, and we have, we have Briny Eyes from 80 years old down to 20 years old to 15 to nine to seven, I mean, all different ages. And we all support one another. And whatever, we talk about our problems, we talk about different things. But on these Instagram lives, we come together and and it's just a, a, a space where everybody can, whether they wanna sing a song, they can do a dance. We've had people come on and do um, jokes. We've had, um, I mean, Oh my God. And especially during the pandemic, you know, when and it's, she's there with her fans, doc, like live, like, Oh yeah. We have I've never heard of anything like it before. It's amazing. And amazing. these Brainiacs are so talented. It's ridiculous. Like they will blow your mind. They, and, and just the, the emotion. And, and again, it's all different. People can come on, do a monologue. You know, we all, it's interesting. Everybody knows a lot about each other and we all care. Hey, oh, I hope you have a great, do a great job on your test today. Oh, you know, somebody's getting a driving test. Oh, somebody's like when my, my father passed away, everybody's like, hey, Laura, we're thinking of you. We're, we're here. We're, you know, and it, it's just, we've created this big safe space because you know what? There's a lot of crap out there and everybody's wanting to dig at everybody for something or whatnot or how you feel about this or not and what you're wearing and all this, you know, it's just, it's a safe space. And we do these Instagram lives to really just have a moment to get away from all the crap that's going on in our life and just yeah. have a, have a, a moment to express our art and whatever that may be. Laura, what's the handle for folks so they can go and Pipe, pipe in. L-A-U-R-A-B-R-Y-N-A. -A -A. <laughs> um, there it is. So, can, I just, uh, can I just say one thing to, to Laura before she goes? Sure. I just want to thank you. Um, I'm sitting back and I was watching and I'm really, really honored. You touched my spirit today when, because I could tell um, that it was not easy. And I'm speaking of the times that you referenced your father three times and two of them, you got kind of choked up. Yeah. So I know it's still raw. Mm -hmm. And um, and I'm just really applaud for um, going there, feeling showing us that this is a safe enough place for you, vulnerable enough, even touch on the outskirts of the memories and everything with your dad. So I want to thank you for that. It was it really touched me, my spirit. With that, oh, so. thank you for having me, and thank you for letting me uh, be a part of your show. And and yeah. I love you guys. This has been, it's been so wonderful. And, and thank you for bringing awareness. Of course. To creating that safe space and, and well, our philosophy here is everyone understood, but not necessarily agreed with. And right. today you got to see that in real time, which I think was really awesome. So oh, no. I really, really love. Go ahead, Doc. No, I'll just be in a little country. I don't have the hat on like you, but I can talk it. 
That's it. Don't want to get it. Uh, well, Laura, I want to thank you very much for being on the show today, and we'll have to have you back on. And uh, of course, all the details for new music videos and everything else will be on. But it was really cool to get an opportunity to be behind the scenes with you and not just necessarily talk about projects. I think you, right. you did a really great job. So thank, thank you so much. I'm an official Brian Yes. Yes. Two more in the fold. All right, we'll be back in five, folks, with our final thoughts. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, y'all, this is Cowboy Jax. I just wanted to invite you to join the heartbeat and relationship conversation in this space right here. Your product, your service, your message. Let's ride. Hey, y'all, this is Cowboy Jax, and I'm with my good friend, Dr. Lauren Michaels Harrison. Today's episode was called We Are Family, and we had an amazing guest. Doc, I know we're running behind on time, but Laura Bryna, what are your thoughts? You know what I love is that she made it available for us to really dig in there and i wasn't trying to i didn't feel like i needed to impress her or i knew she i could tell she's a tough girl and she was you know no matter what came out of either side of our mouths um she was going to be okay with it you know i mean who else can sit on a show like this with a bird flying around their hair and um didn't even bat an eye lash so but um i want to say in in my real final thought because we are kind of are you going to come back to me again or should you just Stick with uh, if you want to if you want to wrap it up i'll go well, into my final thought and we'll okay. call it a day yeah i just want to say i did some i was quiet there for a while because i was looking and i thought i started thinking about it i love stuff that makes me think um and back to the the topic of today the polarization and whatnot i just want to say this you know it works everything is a process everything so today when people are maybe they're doing it a different way but the fear level is different than it was two years ago it's different than it was in the 80s or the 90s but let's go back to the days when it was nearly as scary if not scarier uh than it is right now and i'm talking about in the 60s and vietnam and your artists like joan baez and and and, and all and the folk singers who they were singing what they believed and it was not common it was not something that everybody agreed with at the time. But after that war, after all those years, and we came out the other side, a lot of their lyrics and a lot of what they stood for, we found to be true. And so what I'm saying is, you know, people that get to that level, they're anointed. I believe that. I believe they have been placed there because their soul has earned that place, that space. So it's up to each of us. If you don't like what one person is saying, you can find what works for you somewhere. Find it. As long as we all keep learning and churning and, and earning our way forward, we're going to keep this world alive for the people that aren't here yet. Just like those that did it for us, did it for us. And that's it. That's my story, and I'm going to stick to it. So That's beautiful, Doc. Beautiful. So a couple of points for me in my final thought is, is first and foremost, I want to be very clear. I wasn't talking about artistic expression today. I was more so talking about uh, people feeling less than if they don't necessarily follow exactly their heroes and their fans and the groups and all this other kind of stuff. There are artists that have said some things and done some things recently that 
I don't agree with at all. I love their movies. I love their music, but I feel like that they're taking a lot of that space as being an ambassador for people through entertainment and, and taking it to a place of agenda, not purpose. So I think that we should always come from a place of purpose as much as we possibly can, not agenda. And I think that's what Laura Bryan does flawlessly. Um, she walks the walk because she look at what she's doing with the deaf community. Sure. She walks the walk with the personal interaction that she has with her fans. She walks the walks for being unapologetically her in the sense of all the different diversity of music that she wants to do. Right. That is a part of who she is as a brand and as a person. And that shines. I think where things start to get a little bit sideways is where you as an artist take the position that you want to do this one particular thing. And in doing that one particular thing, you now alienate other people that may have been attracted to or wanted to be a part of your entertainment. I think we have to get to a place to where we start to respect the fact of the people that want to go to the sporting events, that want to go to the concerts, that want to go see a movie, that don't want to be put into one category or another. And for people out there that would judge a book by its cover and say, no, 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 you got to be one way or the other, or you know, you got to believe this way, or I'm not going to be your friend, or I'm not going to do this or that. Laura Bryna is one of those artists that says bullshit. You absolutely can believe what you want to believe. You can actually feel how you want to feel. And we can all be able to work together to have a great time in making the world a better place. And on that note, wait, one last thing. I just got to put this in there because I want everybody to remember this. You know, celebrities, they get, they get, they get cut from every direction. I mean, we can go from R. Kelly to Will Smith, two totally different personas, but it can take just a split second for somebody to do something that changes the way we feel about them. But then again, take Janet. She didn't pull her breast out during the Super Bowl. It fell out. But wow. still, the world, okay. but, but I'm saying, but the world's going to point. People are going to pick at anything. They're, they can find something wrong with Mother Teresa if that is their objective. So you got to have a thick skin. And that goes for all of us, because I don't care what you do in this world. You are just like every celebrity. We are in the line at the grocery store. You are on the stage known as mankind. And every person, if you can get some one person to believe in one thing, you have the, the possibilities. You have the opportunity. You could get the whole world because none of us is more or less available than the next or or, or, you know, that's just how it is. So just know that you don't have to be a celebrity, a star to have that same kind of effect. So the thing is, bring people something that you believe in and bring it in a way that they can say, now that was from love and, I, and I'll take it. That's it. That's it. And express it through your art, not your opinion. I'm Cowboy Jacks with my good friend, Dr. Lauren Michaels Harris. Hey. And we'll see you next time on License for Love, the heartbeat in relationship conversation. See ya. Be the blessing. You're listening to License for Love with Cowboy Jacks and Lauren Michaels Harris, the heartbeat in relationship conversation.